Welcome back to Flix Forum Podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. In this week's episode, we're looking at Netflix's 25th film, the 2014 drama Imperial Dreams, directed by Malik Vital, starring John Boyega, Rodami Akashino, KK Palmer, Glenn Plummer, and DeAndre Bonds. Good afternoon. Hey, mates. G'day, mate. Good to be back together again. Always, always. So I guess we need to start off this one. Um, we haven't gone out of order. <laughs> yeah. This film is from 2014. We, <laughs> In our run of films, we're up to about February 2017 almost. Oh, um, but yeah, this, this film was released in 2014 and Netflix uh, picked it up to distribute it in 2017. 2017. February 3, so you February, are right about February. February, yeah, yeah. February yeah. So what happened in those three years beforehand? Well, that's a good question that I, just, I have in my question list. It just okay. bounced around at film festivals. Okay. Mm, I did. So Played no, one, a lot of film no one picked it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, we always kick off our show by doing a quick little summary of the film. So um, it's called Fast Flicks. Heater, give us your Fast Flicks. All right, mate. So a young man is released from prison and tries to start a normal life while caring for his young son. Many obstacles stand in his way, including his uncle who wants him to return to the gangster life. Gangster. Like it. Gangster. Gangster. MJ. MJ. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> a raw insight into life in the projects about the struggles one man encounters when trying to do good and turn his circumstances around, despite the world putting up blockers at every turn. Oh, sweet. Um, so I've said, a man is released from jail and must deal with the troubles of his past while trying to set the future right for himself and his son. No question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd end it with like, will he? How, <laughs> how, how will he <laughs> What's the film and find out? <laughs> I'm gonna gonna leave a little bit open now. So yeah, so that's good. Yes, we're all, yeah, all, all, all on the same lines, which is good. Um, we always watch <laughs> the same movie. I'm yeah, glad we watched the same film. <laughs> what do we find out about this film? We'd like to have a look at some facts or some history that we we can find out. I think we all just went into the most important one that we found. Yeah, out. true. <laughs> it was a twenty obviously yeah. made in twenty fourteen. It was three years. So it premiered at Sundance on January 20, 2014, yeah. and it didn't release on Netflix till Feb 3. So it's almost three, or well, just over three full years yeah. of bouncing around it, it, it domestic, won, international film festivals. It, it won the Audience Award at that Sundance Festi- mm. Film Festival as it well. It won a total of 10 awards yeah. across mm. a, different, a variety of festivals, which is, that's, a lot, of, that's yeah. a lot of awards what for a f- film that sits there for three years. But um, you know what? I can understand why no studio was jumping to release it as well. Um, you know, where does this fit in? If you're a studio head, where are you releasing this film and, and mm. how do you want to um, position this film? It's it's difficult because, yeah, I can understand it being popular with critics and, yeah, people who watch it will probably enjoy it. But I also think a lot of people will be like, oh, that's not for me. It's a bit too heavy, a bit too raw. I'll just stay away from that one. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure if it was one that would have even done well in the cinemas kind of thing and it, it did very much feel like a Netflix movie while you're just one that you want to watch at home mm. because of those reasons. And I wonder how much the decision by Netflix to pick it up had to do with John Boyega being in Star Wars and obviously when he made this film that was not a thing mm, yeah. um, so I wonder if they go look there's probably a bit of a safer bet here that we can position him as our star and yeah. um, actually get something get some yeah. traction with it yeah um, I've, I've watched till the end of the credits because I was just a little bit intrigued To I always try to watch the credits so <laughs> The film was actually supported by the Sundance Institute Feature Film Program, so um, with Time Warner as a fellowship. So the script was developed like by a bunch of like these these people at the Jerusalem the Jerusalem International Lab. So and it's a television film school. So it's like a bunch of like at this 
this school where people have helped form this picture, which I thought was really interesting. Is that right? Yeah. So it's right at the end of the credits, hang around, um, hmm. and it's got at the end there. Yeah, it's, it's supported by this institute, Sundance, to to help build people with their their screenwriting and, and, and creating a, a film, which I thought was really cool. Hmm. I wonder who won an award at Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> Look after their own. Um, I wonder the the audience award though. Yeah, they they probably knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so the the son in this day. He's played yeah. by twins. Thought yeah. that was cool. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. I saw the yeah. credits. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was cool. He's played by, by two twins. What was his real name? His full name was something Day or Day something or Daytona was his first Daytona. name. Daytona, that's right. Yeah. Which is a video Daytona. game, isn't Daytona. it? Daytona, wasn't it? Uh, there was an E on the end. I thought it was Daytona. Was it Daytona? <laughs> but you know what? I feel like it was Daytona. It makes more sense. I think it was it wasn't Daytona. Daytona. I'm pretty sure it was Daytona. That's yeah, small. Yeah. yeah, let's go with Daytona. That's, <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> Just thinking of going to Time Zone Drive and Daytona now. Um, Teenage parents, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, this is a car racing game, isn't it? <laughs> um, well, I don't know how many people in the projects there were playing Daytonas, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> They're busy doing other things. <laughs> um, what about the title? I thought this was this was an interesting title because it means it means a couple of different things. Yeah, go. Well, you go. I want to see if you've got the same thing as me. No, no, I'm saying I'm just saying the title didn't resonate with me at all. If someone's like, "What movie did you see?" and they if I said, "What movie did you say?" they saw Imperial Dreams, I'd be like, "Okay, whatever." Like it did, yeah. it just doesn't stick doesn't with it. me at it all. Intrigued me as to why it was titled this. I guess because I I jumped on Netflix and I just saw you know the the quick sentence summary of what it was and I'm like, "Oh, Imperial Dreams." Okay, I'm not sure how that fits at all. I'm sure you've got some good insight. Well, so obviously it. towards the end of the, like the whole gist of this is that he wants to break free from this, this hood or this, this, gangster pro, this gangster life. Mm-hmm. And he wants to write a, write a book. So you see at the end, he's typing away on this, this book and he titles it Imperial Dreams. So that, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons the other. So another thing that I picked up in the credits was where it was filmed. So the housing blocks that it was filmed, they're called the um, Imperial Courts Housing. Oh, well, so the housing block is Imperial. Okay. And then Makes the reason sense. that they're called that is because the highway that runs through the middle is called the Imperial Highway in LA. Okay. So okay. it's got a little bit of background as yep. to why it's called that. Okay. Now. So I thought that was, I didn't know that before the film. Yep. And like you guys said, Imperial, yeah, why, what's in that film title? Yeah. And I think they make mention as well in the film about the Imperial Highway. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds a bit like religiously, but it's actually the they highway that yeah. runs through the middle. Because Imperial Dream, you just say that, that could be about anything. Yeah. And like, you, you see it when he's looking out over to see the jail where his girlfriend hmm. is, and that's, yeah. that, that's that highway. So, yeah, right. Yeah. That so actually makes a bit more sense. It's a really good title with all that context. Context, yeah. I wonder how much of that context means to anyone outside of that area or... Yeah, true. And, like, it's not that obvious by watching the film. No, no, no. I'm fine with that. That doesn't bother me too much. Mm. Yeah. Um, Anything else? Or what about the critical consensus? Real positive. Very positive. Critics, real positive. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes on 12 reviews. Which is pretty high. Mm. I would have thought of that more reviews for a film that's been around for... Especially with three years. years. I thought it would be more than that with critics. it seems like yeah, not not. What many. was the audience rating? Audience was eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes on six hundred and seventeen, so it's still pretty on the yeah, low side. It's really, had a um, a six point eight out of ten on IMDb and a three point four out of five on Letterboxd. So they're big. That's that's the same score, isn't it? It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's yeah, pretty big scores, but again, it's a really small sample size. So yeah, yeah. No, just not a lot of people saw this film. Yeah, have seen this film. Yeah. So like I said, so it's filmed in and around LA and obviously around these Imperial um, Courts housing in LA. Um, Yeah. First feature film of the director. He'd he'd done a few shorts before this. It was his first feature one though. Yeah. 
So very, very similar track record from. We should mention too. This is our twenty fifth episode. Yay, twenty five. Yay, twelve. Half a century. That's pretty no, good. Well, sorry, a quarter of a century. We're getting there. <laughs> it's, half, it's half a half century. Half a half a century. I'm not good with maths. I think I've said that every episode. Yeah, we should have celebrated yeah, that. We should have celebrated yeah, that. Well done, boys. Twenty five episodes. Good in, work, boys. And we're still making connections with um how the directors are are all pretty up and coming. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're gonna hit. We will hit a stage eventually where there are big name directors. Yep, it's going to happen. Absolutely, yeah. Because I think Angelina Jolie is probably one of the first ones that comes up. We've got Ricky Gervais already, though. We do have Ricky Gervais. Yeah, true, true. Did he? He directed that special correspondence. He did. Oh well, I yeah. forgot already. Yeah. So um, I'm doing well. What about some characters? Let's talk about some characters. What What do we like about or dislike about some of these characters? Well, I thought that John Boyega, yeah, you say Star Wars. Yeah, so he plays the stormtrooper. The I haven't seen that new Star Wars. What? Haven't you? No, I'm I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Okay. Yeah, I I saw the original three. Yep. New Hope, Empire Return. I haven't seen any since then. Empire Strikes Back. No. Is that the one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you said Empire, which is Empire Strikes Back. You said Empire. Like, everyone knows the name Empire Strikes Back. No, you can just go through them. Just go through them. Peter, I I think you can just call it Empire, and that's fine. Yeah, Jesse knew exactly what I meant. No, you can call it Empire, but when you say Empire Returns, that's what I'm getting the last. No, and then he was going to Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Sorry. I'm just quickly going through. Sorry. Come on, mate. I thought you said Empire Returns, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Empire and then Empire and then Return. But no, yeah, I saw those. So you're not familiar with Jar Jar Binks? I know who he is yeah. yeah but I mean so yeah so I hadn't seen him in that but I don't really think I'd seen him in anything but I was really impressed with him I thought he was really real good I thought he was awesome in this yeah mm. I agree the character itself that's, oh, I think we're talking about characters yeah. more um, yeah. and the character he, wasn't and he's great. British like, I know yeah. Yeah. everything I've yeah. seen him in he's, he's been American, American yeah. he's in the mm. circle as well and and obviously Star Wars and this uh, like Get yourself a British film, mate. You'll be a lot more comfortable. But he nails it. He does so well. He could have been an eye boy. He could have been one of the, one of the, <laughs> yeah. the gangsters in eye boy. Um, really strong, really strong, thoughtful character. Yeah. Like the stuff, the decisions that he makes um, would have been such difficult decisions. But you know what? They set him up in a way that I can't imagine him making the opposite of those decisions, right? Mm. And I, the one thing that I kind of didn't like about him was that He's obviously turned things around whilst being in prison. He's changed the way he thinks. He's changed his direction. I can't see him being anything other than that, right? I can't see, obviously, before, yeah, before like, he went to prison. Like where he was a gangster, he was, obviously. Yeah, he was doing the wrong thing. He yeah. was doing enough to go into jail. It's hard to see that, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I've got this yeah. thoughtful writer who's understanding of what he's doing. It, there's, even, there's one scene where they try to show him, like, where he pulls the gun on his uncle and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And they just, yeah. even, that wasn't really that believable. Like, it was like... It, no, it wasn't. And even then, like, his reason for doing it was, like the right thing like yeah. He yeah so that was the one thing I struggled with a little bit with him because yeah. he was an excellent character and he's like the only thing that kind of keeps that the heartbeat of this film going mm. I thought the on screen relationship between him and his son was fantastic I thought excellent that, that, that was great and like he really understood why he cared for his son and he wanted a better life for him than he had and you know all he wants for him is to be safe to go to school um, but in that same way he like Bambi he was looking out for everyone like you know, he takes the bullet out of Gideon's arm. Like, even mm-hmm. though this Gideon guy has obviously killed yeah. a kid, like, yeah. and done the wrong thing, he ta- you know, um, he looks after his son. You know, his brother Wayne, like, he yeah. wants him to go to school. He wants the yeah. right thing for him. And, and he also- tells him he's not allowed to go to do that yeah. car run. And even when the guy says he's going to do it, he's like, no, you're not doing yeah. it. He was the one like, that, like, puts himself in trouble yeah. because cause yeah. Wayne was going to do it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and even though he's got this strayed relationship with his mother like one of the opening scenes is he picks her up off the floor and puts her on the couch to make yeah. sure she's comfortable so he's mm. doing the right thing by everyone 
all yeah. the time. Still taking his son, son to, to see his mother, yeah. like to visit her in jail. Yeah. Mm. Does the right thing by everyone. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I really liked him as a character. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Any other characters you want to talk about? Um, I didn't care much for his uncle, Uncle Shrimp. 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 Glenn Plummer. I mean, he's trying to play that, you know, kind of the head gangster kind of guy in their thing. I just, I, I didn't think his character was great compared to, you know, I've watched a lot of gangster movies. Yeah. Um, he wasn't great as a, as a character, I didn't think. What do you think about, so what do you mean by that? Like, do, cause I think like his expectation of Bambi that he's just going to come back in and work. Do and if he yeah. doesn't work, it's like you're yeah. being incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. I just, I just feel like there should have been a lot more kind of family involved in that. He can see he wants to go down the right path. He's got a young kid that it seems like the uncle had been taking care of a bit. Like, help out your nephew with his son if he wants to go on the straight and narrow rather than, nah, you're back in this as I'm throwing you out on the street. Like, I think the same thing as a 29-year-old white male living in Australia. Yeah. Thinking like, okay, oh, yeah. why can't you understand that yeah. this guy's got a son? And I think you're supposed to think that. Um, yeah, I think... Everyone who can reson- can't resonate with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which but this is obviously cannot. what, it's, this is what yeah, it's like. Exactly, and this yeah. is why it's so difficult what Bambi's doing. Yeah. Um, why? why do because he's got that pressure. Why do you think it's called shrimp? Is it because you can rip his head off and and like he's I, done and dusted? I read, I read a review where someone, uh, one of the writers said, you know, Uncle Shrimp is like, you know, the um, the cheesier the name, the heart of the gangster or something like that. Like, yeah, I'm not sure where he pulled that from, but yeah, I, it, it seems like a weird name. The, the first thing, so when, before I watched the film, I looked at the cast list and the top three characters and the top three cast people. So you've got Bambi, mm. then you've got Shrimp, and then the next character was Gideon, who's the guy okay, who's yep. the, yeah. And to me, I was like, okay, Bambi, Disney, Shrimp, I think straight away, Little Mermaid, and then um, Gideon from Pinocchio. And I was like, to me, like just looking at that straight away, I was like, there's three Disney characters like straight away. Like I was like, I don't know. I feel like that the Bambi name was on purpose. Yeah, same. Like, mm-hmm. Massively. Like, only because like, where do you hear the name Bambi anywhere else? Yeah. Like, yeah. And and he made a few, he made a couple of like really distinct like explicit sort of comments like you know finding my way through the forest of or the foster the foster care forest and all these sorts of things mm-hmm. like for his son um with no guidance and all I that sort of say, stuff no, yeah. mother, no really. mother yeah no mother yeah. all that sort of stuff so i don't know i was just like oh that was just my brain going overload but yeah i, I like, can see that i didn't pick up on it but i can definitely see it yeah and like yeah anyway anyone called wayne in a wayne no couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think of any wayne i was like wayne's where i no <laughs> Uh, but we, so with Uncle Shrimp though he kind of um, he kind of comes around a little bit um, I, I, I said I agree with what you're saying about how unreasonable he's been mm. and he's supposed to seem incredibly yeah. unreasonable because then you, I'm sitting there going what the hell is he supposed to do like he has nowhere to go as if you're kicking him out for this reason why don't you understand I'm like well no this is the situation that Bambi is in and this is obviously the situation from a wider perspective of what people mm. have to go through and how they get stuck in this life um, but the scene where obviously when Gideon dies and you see that softer side of ban- of shrimp just for a little bit because he's, yeah. like, he's like, here's your gut, let's go kill him. Like, yeah. And then obviously at the end when he when he has the upper hand on Bambi in the car and he talks about disrespecting him and, and you, you see from his perspective because I've done everything for you. I looked after your son. I, I raised you when you were mm. a kid. You know, Don't you ever speak to me like that. And yeah. you can see in another world that he would just fire away and... But on that, though, like I think you find out at the end that Bambi went to jail because he covered for him. 
Yeah, yeah, no. So, I, like, he, you know, I think, I think when... I think he owes him more. Yeah, when Uncle Shrimp, when Uncle Shrimp was like, you know, I, I raised you, I took care of your kid all this stuff. It's like, yeah, because I went to jail for you. I'm not saying Uncle Shrimp's a good character. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, a good person. Yeah. But I, I do like the way they actually did mm-hmm. flesh his character out. Yeah. You could understand where he's coming from. Because I, I'm the same, like... 95% of people that watch this will be like, I don't, I don't relate with that at mm. all. Why are you treating him like this? But I get it. I, I kind of get it. And I get what they're trying to say with it. And there, there was another scene like where they're sitting there with shrimp and, you know, um, Wayne's like asking him for money and, you know, he's sitting there and he goes, here's some cash. Just clean my house up for him. So he did have that thing. Like, okay, yeah. I can see you down and out. Just do something <laughs> meaningless for me and I'll give you some cash sort of yeah, thing. So that's true. he did have a little bit like, yeah, there were times throughout where you saw he had, a nicer sort of There was heart. something there. Something there, yeah. yeah. He wasn't just this hardcore gangster. But there's the same for Gideon as well. Because Gideon, like, you know, the from the moment you meet him, he's he's a wanted man. And mm. you can tell things aren't going to go well for him. He's all over the place. He's all over the place. Yeah. But before he gets killed, there is a scene where he sits there and, and he's sitting there with um, with Bambi and his son Day's there and he's, like, welling up with tears because he knows that he's killed a kid that's almost, like, that same sort of age. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. So even though there were these hardcore sort of bad people... but even, And the same with the mum. He had a lot more of a softer side, though, yeah. Gideon, as well. Yeah, like at, sure. at the very start, where he's like, come on, you know, let's go and get him. And he's like, no, I've got to take care of my son. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I respect that, you know. And even though it, it's he, he committed a crime, he stole that laptop for him because he needed a mm. laptop to try and find a job. It's cool. I'll, I'll get your laptop. Don't worry about it. Mm. Like, he's, he was doing these things to help him out and he wasn't trying to force him back into that criminal world because straight away he's like, I've got to take care of my son. Oh, yeah, you know what? You do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that none of the characters, like, they were, they were bad characters, but, like, as in... Um, not evil, but like bad mannered sort of characters, but they all had a good side to them. Yeah, I think I agree. Even like the, the fat Joe, not fat Joe, whatever, the fat guy who's standing out smoking the weed on the yeah. car, he's even like, you know, oh, you should get rid of that gun because yeah. if you get pinned with that gun, you're going to be in trouble. Like, yeah. you still had, you still look, they're still, still looking, looking out for each people. other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Any other characters or do you want to talk about some scenes? I think uh, the only other thing is that Wayne really fooled me with his suits. I didn't realize how down in his luck he was. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's got it going on. He's living in a place where criminals aren't allowed to live. Yeah. He looks great every day. He's sort of going to school. Like, we're trying to go to school. Trying to go to school. Yeah. Um, but no, just as desperate, just as down in his luck as everyone else. Yeah, true. Hmm. True. All right, what, what, Heath, what stood out for you? What were some good scenes? Um, I liked the DMV scene because I just yep. it really highlighted... <laughs> like the obstacles in Bambi's path of trying to get back on this straight and narrow where so literal. he was trying to get a driver's license but he couldn't get a driver's license because he owed child support but he couldn't pay his child support because he couldn't get a job and he couldn't get the job without the driver's license it's just he's, he's out of prison he's trying to do the right thing but yeah. that just really showed how tough it's going to be for him because it, it's just a, a big circle here yeah. it's just constant he can't struggle. fix one problem because there's another problem that he can't do without the other and sort of spoke mm. of this broken system they have as well which yeah. I think they, they, they mentioned throughout the film as as well the one thing about like so obviously through this and he talks about it a lot this constant need for like technology to advance himself almost because he yeah. needs to but so when he drops his uh, manuscript off at the thing he should go the chick behind the counter goes oh have you can i contact you with your email address and he's like oh yeah sure sort of thing i don't i was a bit confused yeah. by the email thing because it's like hang on we know you don't have a don't computer, have a computer yeah. what's his other option though mail because that's what I thought. I'm See, like, oh, at least, yeah. at least email. I would have thought like, he, he, he would he would get a, a phone from from one yeah. of his family who can steal him a phone somewhere. Like, I just assumed I just, he'd go to the library and yeah. log on to his email. Email, yeah, which he did at the end yeah. of his book. Yeah, because yeah. when she said, email, but did he have an email address at the time though? Like, maybe that was something guess, that probably. I could guess you assume he, he did because he gave her one, but uh, I don't see like. 
we're not sure how long he's in prison for, but doesn't he doesn't seem like a kind of guy that has an email address. And uh, I, I was glad when he had the email when they said contact yeah. by email because yeah. I'm like, you can't call him or mail him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, this is my where my car's parked. Spot <laughs> yeah. number sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> um, no, you, you can. No, oh, I I, re- I also really like the sequence. It was kind of towards the end where the confrontation in the uncle's house, he punches his uncle, he's, he's got the gun, he's trying to fight him off, he goes running off, the, the cops pick him up, they take him kind of towards the other gang, like scaring him and stuff, and then again, he's running again, trying to find his kid. That whole kind of, I don't know, it's probably like a 10-minute scene, really liked, really liked that. I, I didn't like the cops putting him in the car to go see those gangsters and opening the door, because I was yeah. like, this guy's been down and out enough. You don't need the thought of these guys onto him as well. Mm. Were the cops supposed to be good? They were all, all oh, yeah. They were tr- all because they took in there because they're like, we know one of these guys killed Gide- killed Gideon. Yeah. We know you saw it. You know, we want to arrest him. Like, help us. I think they should have gone about it in a much better way that doesn't risk his life. But they were trying to catch this guy's killer, and they knew that that he that that Bambi knew who the killer was. Yeah, but the, yeah, I, but I don't like the way they did it. Wasn't the right way to go about no. it at all. But I, I I guess it also showed kind of how the cops treat these guys and you know they didn't like them putting him there and them showing the gang him in the cop car puts a risk at his life because they'll think oh he's ratted so yeah I think it it, it just shows another obstacle that Bambi has in that the cops aren't giving him a fair go you know he's done his time he's out now but he's still not given a fair go but then the cops seem generally remorseful when he's like sorry but right at the end with the kid he's like I'm really sorry and I don't know I couldn't quite tell if because at the start they're like oh what's the cop's name Martinez or something when he pulled him over, like, oh, yeah. it's him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay, so I don't like this guy. And then by the yeah. end, I'm like, do I not like him? Like, yeah. what, what, what do we feel about the well, cops in this? See, area? one of my questions was, what does that detective, what does he have it in for him for? It seems like, you know. Okay, it was something that, about the arrest for when he went to jail. Yeah, to place, like, obviously. I would have liked a bit more backstory more as to why this guy just seemed to have it in for him. Because, yeah, it seemed like, yeah, he. Keeping him real close. Yeah, up. as soon as he gets out, you know, he pulls him over. He's giving him a hard time. But I've been out for twenty seven yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> but but he obviously like he, he knew exactly who it was. So there's obviously some history there. Yeah. But why? Like I, I would have rather I, I would have liked to know why this why this detective why he doesn't like Bambi and what went on in in their past to make him feel this way. And it, it kind of annoyed me with them as well because the first scene, like, so Bambi makes that choice to leave Shrimp's house and he gets help from that the guy on the street with the bike to push the car to that car park wherever it was. My favourite scene. And there is a shot there of the cops sitting there watching them do that. Mm. So the cops have known from the very start of the film that he's living in a car. And then they decide at the end because he's trying to find his son and they're living in a car that they're going to rat him out then. So like, like I sh- think that the cops at the start are watching going, he's moving out of Shrimp's so house. I think it's a good this thing. This is a good thing. Yeah. And then by the end, it was only because child services were alerted in the first place by him cutting his arm that the child services are probably like hang on this bloke doesn't live here they might have gone to the cops and said where is he but when when they dropped him off after doing that the drive by to the gang mm. the chick cop says to him he goes oh you know a car's not a great place for a kid to live yeah so, I don't think the cops ever had an issue with it yeah I think but, I think that was still in their own way still trying to look out for him because or not trying to look out for him but give him that advice that we know that you're trying to do good but we, yeah. maybe, maybe we can see that now but they made it out like that Hernandez guy had it in for him 
like and they did, they, they, they did. So like, but then by the end, I don't think he yeah, did. like he seemed real, real remorseful when he was getting his kid taken off him. He was kind of like, look, I'm really sorry, Bambi, but it's he just the way he's got what, about when, he, what about when he pulls like pulls him over with Wayne in the car, and then they like they let Wayne get up first, and then like makes that's what I'm saying. That's the first time. Yeah, yeah, at the at the start, it was like yeah, he's yeah. really got it in for him. But maybe then because the movie goes on and he sees Jesus. that hey, you know what, um, he's trying. Yeah, he's not going to go back into the criminal life. You yeah. know he's reformed in prison maybe you know so maybe the, the cop can see that and, and gradually it gets to the point because you know he says look I, I want to get this guy who's killed your cousin yep. and then towards when yeah the, his, his kid's being taken away he definitely is not as um, like hating him I guess as Which much is as why it you, see, you see the cop car when he's moving his car out there it's not because oh we're going to sting him for living in his car it's because oh okay he's actually taking some steps to mm. getting away from this life then if you're that caring about him don't drive him and put him in front of all these these gang members when they know he's trying to look out for his son yeah that was because that just confused me I think like, they yeah. but you know what they actually seemed to understand the error of their ways like almost immediately, immediately. once they did that yeah and they realised that he's looking for his, hang on this is this is a mistake, mistake. by us yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm still perplexed on how we're supposed to feel about policemen in this yeah. in the wider picture here. Mm-hmm. What else stood out? Well, that was my favourite scene is when he's moving Pushing the car him. and he's setting up the lights and stuff, and I'm just like, yes, mate, you you do this. Like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't regress once. Like he's always moving forward, always yeah. moving forward. And to that point as well, I really liked the scene where he visits um, Day's mum in jail, and I just I, it just made me feel like there's enough going on for this character that he can turn it around. There's enough good things around. It's going to be bloody hard to get around all this. Hmm. But when he met, when he came up with her and there's, you know, there's a bit of a fun relationship between the two of them. And I'm like, this guy has yeah. something not to live for, but he has something that he, there's a reason why he wants to make yeah. these changes. And I think it was also in one of the visits he tells her, like <clears throat> I've been reading that they're going to let, you know, they're, yeah. they're going to cut sentences or something. So he's still taking interest in his boy's mother to say, yeah. Hey, you know, we can, we can get you out earlier. I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I really like the first time that we meet Day. So obviously, um, um, Bambi's out of prison, walking down the street, comes home, finds a mum, finds um, Day sitting. They didn't mess around, did they? No. You start this film, it's really dark, and then there's a lady on the floor and a kid just sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we into here? The kid's literally sitting there. Instead of sitting in front of a TV, he's sitting in front of a liquor stand. Like it was just (laughs) bottles of alcohol. So anyway, so the kid walks off, and then you see him playing with this toy horse, and I liked that that horse, the toy horse throughout the thing because you see, and one thing throughout this film is walking. They walk everywhere. Mm. It's walking, walking, walking. And mm. as they walk, they see guys riding horses. And there's that scene where he pays to get um, Day on the horse. And it's just this, every time it's to do, like he's just a kid. Yeah. It reminds you kid, that he's yeah. a kid. He rides a horse. He's loving life. And then what really got me was like that final scene towards the end where child protection are taking him and he's sitting in the backseat of the car and then Bambi comes up and gives him that toy horse and just says, you know, yeah. I'm going to see, you know, you are a kid. I, I This is okay because it's going to be best for you, but we're going to get there. To, we're going to get there in the end. Yeah. My only nitpick with this is what the hell are those horses oh doing? Oh my God, I better say. Yeah. In the what? middle of the projects, in like this like one little tiny <laughs> block of land. Yeah. <laughs> How are there two horses there? Like... <laughs> Who owns them? Why are they living there? What were the horses doing there? Did they just go, hey, anyone, any kids uh, want to have a ride for five that, bucks? That, that made no sense yeah. at all, the reason the horses were there in the, the project. I get it. They needed yeah. something yeah, they needed a bit to, yeah. to, to continue to, to refer back to, but that was, but that was just 
it, it would have been it, a toy it, hippopotamus or something. It, <laughs> just yeah. a pond in the middle of the. I would have felt the it same way about yeah, it. Yeah, because the, horse, the horses <laughs> just didn't fit. Yeah, couldn't be like dogs. Or something. I didn't even. Yeah, I was that into like what was happening. I wasn't even considering why this horse yeah. is here. Well, the first time it happened was when they were just walking. He's like, yeah. "Look, horses." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, what the hell are they doing yeah. there?" Well, at first I'm like, "Oh, there's going to be some police on horses going around." Then I'm saying, "Oh no, they're not cops. They're just people, cowboys, on horses in." Central LA or wherever they were in LA in in, in like the projects. I'm like, oh, that that that, that doesn't fit. Yeah. That's strange. I, I like that, like this whole this theme of like or not theme, but like idea that he's writing this book to better himself. Like the, this book's his get out. It's, mm. it's to tell his story and, and move forward and share this with other people. But there are a lot of the lines where that he was writing, and I don't think the voiceover did it justice. Like I feel like the voiceover sort of. Um, it made it seem more corny than it was supposed to be. Some of the lines that were said, mm. I don't know. That, that just, I, don't I think know. it was, it was a bit corny yeah. and yeah. it's kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was all right. I like, I like the setup of like this, this location as well. Like this, this, the projects, like, you know, there's rubbish everywhere. The unmown lawns. There's like this guy doing a wheelie on the grass on like his, <laughs> his ride on mower. And, oh, that's um, right. <laughs> you know, there's dogs eating trash. And the constant helicopters overhead. We saw that multiple yeah. times, these helicopters. So, you know, it, it's a down and out yeah, area. Yeah, down and yeah. out area. And, and like, we just spoke about it before when he goes and visits the mum in jail. Like, as he visits, the first shot is you get this shot of the barbed wire fence and the American flag. So, it's like, yeah. these people are trapped in their own country. It doesn't matter if they're on this side of the fence or on that side of the fence. Mm-hmm. They're trapped. Mm-hmm. It, I really, I thought that was cool. And the kiddie pool. What did you think of the kiddie pool? I thought the kiddie pool on the roof so that they could still have that connection yeah. with mum. Can you see the, can yeah, you see the kiddie pool? Yeah. yeah. And it's sort of, it's, it's nice. It's nice. sort of led onto water because like there were lots of scenes where they were washing in the shower, bathing, all that sort of stuff. And I liked- In the sinks. In the stuff. sinks, in, in yeah. public toilets. That sort of reminded me a little bit of Pursuit of Happiness, like Will Smith. Oh, with massively. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I, these were the best sons of like the son and dad together. Like um, it's because there was like no dialogue. The 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 sound was just it's just the two of them together, like enjoying the time together. The only lines I reckon Day had in the whole film were like okay and yes. Yeah. And what color shirt do you want to wear? Yeah. 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 I changed a couple of times throughout the film. Um, I couldn't keep track of what was going on though. Um, but the, this whole every time they're washing it leads to that final scene where they go to the pool. Yeah, he's in the pool. Yeah, the pool, and it's like we're being baptized together, sort of thing. And, yeah, I didn't like how literal that um that was. voiceover was. Yeah. Um, and I like the scene in the car where Dave's just, he's just being a kid. He's humming and it yeah. gives his dad like the, yeah. it's like, he blows up. It's like, this, this is a kid you got to remember. Like, yeah. 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 Imagine how bored that kid would be. Oh my <laughs> God. He was so bored. <laughs> I know. I know. That's my standouts. And no, it's good. Yeah, I've done mine. Yeah. Done mine. All right. So what didn't, what didn't stand out? What, what can we forget about this film? Um, well, as good as Bambi was to his son and trying to raise him and stuff, there were still a few scenes where like he swore in front of him, he was drinking in front of him, and he was smoking weed in front of him, yeah. which didn't, which, which, it, which it, it felt like it didn't fit because of how good a father he was trying to be. But um, yeah, the the swearing and drinking and smoking he gave weed up on the swearing pretty quickly. He, he did. Was, he was pretty fine to just swear in front of him. Yeah, yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, like, he didn't care. Which, about that. but um, yeah, it, 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 kind of that end scene before he goes back to his uncle, where yeah, he, he's talking to the guy in the car. Um, he drinks beer, he smokes some weed, and his son's sitting right next to him. Bit yep. iffy for me. In, in in that same scene as well, he, just, he grabs the beer, takes the cup off, has a sip, and puts, it back. puts the cup back on, and puts it back. <laughs> they're not wasteful, mate. They're, was, they're, not, was, they're not made of money. Someone that, else can have it. That was really weird. <laughs> I, the, 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 when um, Gideon was killed, did you see those guys that came out of the car to kill him? 
some of the worst acting <laughs> I've ever seen. I've, I've got this down. They they didn't look like gangsters. No, like <laughs> I reckon like, they were, like, like the jump cr- skips across the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I think we need we need we haven't hired anyone to actually kill you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these boys over here, you guys can do it. Yeah, yeah? that's how it felt. It was woeful. I did not believe those two at all. There they was were no not, gun training or oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, they, were, they, they just weren't gangsters <laughs> that fit into that yeah. film at all. That they, 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 those two were bad. And we're talking about guys that were basically silhouettes. Like, yeah. we didn't even have to see them. Yeah. yeah, they were still. Shocking. Yeah, that was bad. That was the worst. You go. Right. I um, I didn't like him taking Gideon's gun. So I, I I get that he probably wanted to make sure like that Gideon wasn't found with a gun on him. Oh, so when he was they, shot, yeah, yep. when he was shot. Um, so that's sort of him thinking for him because he doesn't want him to find the gun that's probably going to link back to that's that kid I mean, that's yeah, been shot. That's, yeah. I get that, but like, you know, he goes and hides it, and obviously he comes back and gets it later. But it's like he's constantly telling everyone that, you know, that's not him anymore, not him anymore, but he still hit it. Like he didn't dispose of it straight away. Like maybe he's Dispose it, get rid of it. Yeah. Because he's happy once he uses the gun to just throw it down the gutter or throw it on the roof. He could have just done that straight away without that Mm. temptation of it having to be there. So I didn't like it because I didn't think that fat in, or sorry, fitted in with the rest of... Sorry. I think think it was good that he took the gun here to kind of protect him, but I think it also shows that he still can't escape that gangster life just yet. Like, he's trying as hard as he can, but he's still got these pullbacks, and that's why he hasn't got rid of the gun because, yeah, he's not fully escaped from that life yet. Plot point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you'll need the gun back in the end. <laughs> there's like a scene where Wayne, Day, and Bambi walk into a church, and there's like this really prolonged shot on the, the crucifix cross at the top of the, the wall, and then the pastor or the deacon or whatever he was feeds them. I just felt that was just put in there with no f- further follow through. Like, there was no, it was just like, this is just a job opportunity, but there was just this prolonged, like, it was like they were trying to relate religion yeah, to right, something. Like, there was nothing that led through from that. Not no, like, no, said, I'll keep an eye out for yeah, a job and, you know, yeah. take your leftover food. Yeah, it was just, yeah. and then that was it. It wasn't like, oh, he's got this faith, so that's going to relate it back yeah. to him or anything like that. It was just like this random scene. It was almost literally like if someone's sitting there watching the film going, when the hell does he eat? They're like, well, we'll put a scene <laughs> yeah, put a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that when he, he keeps calling his son Angel Boy because apparently the softer the name, the harder the man. I was just like, oh, that was a bit, a bit corny. <laughs> oh, see, that's the Uncle Shrimp. Yeah. Like a real soft, soft. weird ah, name. Yeah. Because the heart sure. of the man. It wouldn't be called a prawn. Uncle Prawn. Well, they call it shrimps over there. Shrimps are <laughs> tiny and irrelevant. Um, I didn't like... So when um, Bambi leaves Day with Wayne to babysitting just for a little bit, I didn't like that he cut his arm, child protection came. I thought that blow up was like... How does he cut himself? Like and decent, why is child protection Seems like a decent there. cut. There. Yeah. yeah. And who dobbed him in? I yeah, thought, that was a bit too convenient. And I thought it was it? such a weird blow up because prior to that, him and there was him and Wayne was nothing but good. Yeah, it's literally yeah, this one right, thing that just right. going, bang, yeah. I hate you, you stuck together. And, it's, and yeah. it's because like he was just on the phone to someone and like pretty quick for him to get outside, cut himself and someone to see and it. Child and, and service. Fall. Like, ah, we're here, where's yeah. your dad? Uh, yeah, I, I thought the blow up was just yeah. out of character from what very, we'd seen so far and their very relationship. Rushed, wasn't yeah. it? That whole That's thing. That's true, that was terrible. Because their relationship prior mm. to that had not been was nothing great. But positive was yeah. great. and yeah. looking out for each other. Yeah, like um, he tried to get him to live with him. Yeah, yeah. And sign my sign my book that you've written the short story yeah. in. Yeah. I'll, let's get you to college, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, and while one last thing I thought was really awkward was there's that scene where Shrimp's trying to get um like um, Oh yeah. Yeah, um he's sitting there with Wayne and um Bambi yeah. and he's like trying to get his mum to do stuff and it's just like there's no need for that. No. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah it not was, needed. Yeah, that wasn't needed at all. But it gave Bambi another opportunity to protect his mum. It I did, guess. yeah. 
Yeah. It also, I, I think, as much as those uncomfortable scenes where is is someone's sitting there going, "This is how it is, all right." Yeah, exactly. You get uncomfortable yeah. as much as you want. This yeah. is this is the but life this, yeah, people this is living. living yeah. This is what happens. Mm. That's all for me. Okay, okay. I'm good. All right, let's, I'm good. Let's talk about some underlying themes or <laughs> or, or things that were, were being said in the film. There's there's a fair bit. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, Peter. I think the, the big one is the uh, the obstacles for these guys to reform once they get out of the prison and to adapt back into life. You know, you've got the um the the struggles to get a job, the struggle to get a, a driver's license. You know, he couldn't live in this certain housing because they don't allow criminals in there. So it's there's just so many obstacles really once they're tough, out of prison yeah. to help them you know <laughs> it's kind of like we we want you to reform in prison you're out now you're just on your own and it's just no surprise a lot of them go back to that criminal life because there's just no support for these guys who get to get to, who get out of prison bang know? on mate yeah this broken system that you mm-hmm. know you can't be re- rehabilitated if they're not there to help you do it exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and like you know the cops are still harassing him even when he's out you know he's done his time and they're still harassing him um the father-son relationship I thought was a really good theme as well, like mm. being there because on the other side, um, the female role models in this were probably lacking. Yeah. Um, considering like there was obviously a purposeful choice that the dad's the one out there looking for the son while the mum's still in jail and mm-hmm. obviously Bambi's mum's yep. down there and constant, like even yeah. when her two sons, Wayne and him, are both there and she's like, have you got some rocks? Like she mm. wants the drugs even though they're yeah. two sons. So it's very lacking. And even then when she does take day and takes him to safety she's feeding him with a bottle like yeah, yeah which, which he's was too like, old for that yeah she's got no idea <laughs> she's also taking him to like some drug dealer. Drug yeah dealer. I mean granted she probably has nowhere else no, to go but yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah the, the lack of like female role models for these guys as well is probably sort of talking mm. about you know maybe if they did have better female role models we wouldn't be in this sort of situation it's also probably a reflection of, of how the women are impacted in this world as yeah. well like what chance do they have like mm. they're almost not even in this film yeah Mm-hmm. I, I spoke before about too, like the you know the the projects is just like a prison for a lot of these people as well. Like, are they better off in prison sometimes than mm-hmm. they are outside here as well? I think it kind of, the thing I like most about it um, was was how Bambi was obviously trying to do the best he can despite his circumstances. And there's a quote from Shrimp in the, when he's in the car and he's saying there are reasons why we are the way we are. Yeah, and there's that that. Um, excuse to avoid change yeah. versus man Bambi has every reason to stop trying to change because it's it's too yeah. hard right but there's just that different mentality yeah. and what like, if you really want to you, you, there's a chance, chance. Yeah. and it, it's only a chance oh yeah and it's a real like, it's, a, it's, a, it's tough, tough chance yeah. yeah like it's it's still really hard to do but there is an option rather than accepting it which is what Trim yeah. does and it's like almost that that feeling of expectation where um you're expected to do what, yeah. yeah, what you've been born to do. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you, Bambi had to reject like this brotherhood almost like reject. He had to continually reject not only family, but yeah, these expectations of him mm-hmm. throughout. What did you think about walking? I, I wrote this down like early on. I was like walking, walking is a theme. So obviously he didn't have a car that, 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 um, work to yep. start with. Mm-hmm. But to me, like that walking sort of built on that, that relationship with him and his son, it gave them time to yeah, get time. Um, it, it gave us as an audience, a view of that community as well. But I just liked that, you know, they're walking, he's walking forward he was never going backwards. He's always going walking cause he's trying to make a future. Cause there were hardly any scenes of him walking by himself. Whenever he was by himself, he was running. Yeah, so he's running to or find he's his son. Or he's on the train, train. yeah. Mm. So whenever he's going forwards, 
he's with his son and it's like he's, he's trying to yeah, yeah cool. push forward yeah, for that, that's good. that walking and there were multiple scenes of them walking oh yeah multiple yeah, scenes mm. oh, I liked that good I thought that was really cool yeah it's good and as well Lost like um, there was like a quote towards the end where they were like the only ones that stop you from fighting a, um, a gang from you know is they're the ones that make you a loser if you don't continue to fight um, and I liked that because there's a lot of loss in this film oh yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Lot of lot of lot of, lot of death, um, and it's just like something that's probably an everyday thing for a lot of those people. That's too. the problem. Yeah. It's, it's it's a reality, and, and yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they want to yeah. make you feel as this is super normal when this happens. And you mentioned that before because with shrimp, like we saw him lost for like two seconds, and then yeah. it was like okay, All back, right. to, back better to go kill someone yeah. who killed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. What did we take away from this film? I thought it had a real boys in the hood type feel to it. Pretty similar kind of messaging and film. Which you know, it's all that that betrayal of trying to do good, good, yep. Rather than being being thrown into the gangster life and trying to get away from that, trying to make something of yourself, yep. So yeah, real similar. MJ took me a while to get into it or interested in it, to be honest. More, yeah, more interested in it because they set up that he wanted to be a writer, and I was like, cool. It doesn't mean anything to me yet, but it does give him some sort of direction, and obviously he needs to get a job. And I think he had, he went, where did he go when he when he when someone said, oh, you need to get a job. That's actually one of the, um, I can't remember where it was, like a library, not near the library, maybe it was a police station or something. He went somewhere and they're like, oh, you need to get a job. And I was, when, as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, this gives him like a proper direction yeah. as opposed to, I want to be a writer. I was like, oh, where's yeah. that going to go though? Like you've just set up this world that you're not just going to get published tomorrow. Yeah. So when I, when I found like he had a little bit of an aim and obviously he never gets a job, right? But I kind of at least enjoyed that direction. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I did. I just I found it too too depressing um, and a little bit too much to swallow. Despite the fact that it's got that whole life is hard mantra and it's not trying to sugarcoat anything. And this is this is all I'm not trying to say that they should have. But when you're trying to enjoy a film, it yeah, becomes more more difficult yeah. to enjoy. Um, and I think the one thing that he cared for being his son, or one thing he cared for more than anything. Um, he kind of lost at the end. Like, yeah, <laughs> true. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, he's going to see him and yeah. you kind of hope they gave him that, that little nugget that, oh, maybe someone's going to publish him or what, who, who knows what's going to happen. Like, they do set it up to have a little bit of positivity, but he doesn't end the movie with his son and that was even more harder for me to swallow. Yeah. So it was a pretty depressing it was watch. A, it was yeah. a depressing film. I've, to just, The best way for me to describe this film is that it's a character study. Like, it's... It's more about him as a character than the events. The events are there to help develop his character, I guess. Yep. Um, yep. I liked. I thought the soundtrack was pretty good at, at, throughout the film, um, and I helped tell the story in the surroundings. Like throughout, there was a lot of like music that sort of the the beats were in the right sort of beat to what was happening in the <coughs> film. Like probably the one that stood out the most was when um, Day and Bambi are vacuuming together, and I, I thought that was like really yeah. upbeat. They're earning a little bit of cash together. They're having a bit of fun together, and then it sort of blows up from there. So I, I liked the music in the background. It's like the only positive scene in the film, and it goes <laughs> about seven seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a perfect black film for Netflix. Yeah, um, I agree. But I'm like, I'm still not sold that it's a story of hope. Like I still, yeah, like you said, it's very like it's, <laughs> it's a lot to take in. It's yeah. a very, a very down and out sort of. Um, but then if, if you know if, it, if he ends up and hey mate you're a you're going to be a published author here's a house and oh yeah. you know what your girlfriend she's out of jail like, yeah. and then you sit there and go like oh and, yeah. you're trying to paint this picture of a really tough yeah. tough world yeah. I think they wanted that that feeling but you know at the end of the day if you're trying to watch a movie and enjoy it that stands in the way mm, yeah. as sad as it is 
Um, did so? Did anyone use IMDb to look anything up? Definitely throughout the film. Yeah. What's so Glenn Plummer, who played um, <laughs> a good, shrimp, he was my IMDb as well. Is in Saw Two. Okay, yeah, Saw Two. Um, and because as soon as I saw him, I'm like, man, you are so familiar. And he's been in tons of stuff. Yeah. Scrolling around, scrolling around. I'm like, Saw Two, of course, in that house. And yeah. Kind of takes the lead a little bit. Does he get like a big thing in the back of his head? I think. Is that how he dies? Gets like the big baseball bat with the nails. Yeah, I think in the back of his head. That yeah, that, yeah, the other guy kills him with it. Yeah, he kills him with it. Anyway, good to see him again. He's the one that's trying to lead kind of in saw too. Yeah. Well, Glenn Plummer, he was my IMDb as well, but for a different different film. Um, so at school, I, I taught the film Speed multiple multiple times. So he's the dude in the car that Keanu Reeves gets into in Speed and steals the car off him, and like he's the guy that's like screaming in the car while he's mm. like Keanu's trying to get on the bus. Yes. <laughs> How different and does he look? A lot younger, but the yeah, same, yeah, like, the same guy, yeah, same guy. Younger. I was like, oh, okay, I know now. I know now where I know you. <laughs> Peter? The beauty of IMDb. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why we have this yeah. segment. How often I, do you watch a movie yeah. and you're like, who is that guy? I actually didn't jump on at all. Because well, it's the first, maybe? No, not the first, no. Nah. But uh, I saw Gwen Plumman straight away. I'm like, that's the guy from Saw 2. <laughs> yes. So I, I didn't jump on for that. But no, I, I, I didn't jump on at all, I actually. I didn't pick it up on Saw. Mm. I also did it for Kiki Palmer, even though I know Kiki Palmer. And I love her in True Jackson VP. But... I knew it was Cheek Palmer. I just wanted to double check. You remember True Jackson? Yeah, is that her? Is it? Yeah, the um, the well, the girl in jail. Is that that's True Jackson? Yeah. Ah, also, okay. she's in um, she's in Shrink with Kevin Spacey, which is a really good movie. I I didn't even recognize her as mm. True Jackson. There you go. Um, it's a kids kids show. Kids Absolute show, yeah. kids show. <laughs> we, we we had good fun watching it though. Yeah, <laughs> you have got any questions that you want to ask? Um. I, my question was not too, actually. Um, I'm not sure if I missed it. Do we know why the mum was in jail? Why Kiki Palmer was in jail? No, we don't. I, I don't think we have no. to explain that. No, no. good. I'm no. just making sure. Um, Mine was about the horses being in the project. project. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about it for about five minutes. <laughs> what do you got, Jesse? Why? Why was this film like? It's not a bad film. So why was it shelved for three years before it was actually released? Kind of spoke about it at the start. I, we did speak about it at the start. So yeah. And I'm I'm confused as well as when it was released because have either of you seen Moonlight? No, no, I haven't okay. yet. Because Moonlight, um, but around at the same time. Around the same time. Yeah. So I'm confused as to why. Like it probably could have done a lot better if it was released earlier. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was a bit confused with that. The other thing that um, I wanted to ask was, what does having power in this film mean as well? Because the gangsters or the, the they think it's having like using violence. Bambi thinks it's being smart, having an education, and the cops like think it's cleaning the streets up. I guess so. They just want to clean the streets up. So to me, power is like a bit of a confusing sort of thing in this film. Yeah, it means different things to different people, doesn't it? And they yeah. all use it in their own way. Never feels like a power struggle anywhere, though. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. No one seems to have power over someone else. But like to yeah to end a film like you sort of like want to have this message that says hey this is where the real power stands or where we think it stands, but it was sort of just this. Maybe, yeah, sort of. it, it stands differently for different people, I guess, as, as much as you can yeah, say. Good answer, Hater and MJ. No, it's Hater. It's Hater. All right, so on this podcast, we give our film a rating out of five and we always average it out to see what our overall um, <laughs> response is. MJ, what do you reckon? Yeah, so whilst I can appreciate the raw and emotional reality of the story being told, the film can sometimes cross the line of being too unsettling. Um, it's one thing to paint a picture of a dark and brutal side of the world, but I think I just needed a few more positive leads to stop me from feeling constantly horrified for Bambi and Day. 
But it's a pretty decent film, but I couldn't rush back to watch it again. Two and a half stars. I thought you were going to say two and a half. <laughs> just, just based on what you're saying, like, you're going with two <laughs> and, and a half. And a real two and a half film, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, I thought it was a well-made film. Highlighted the struggle many people have living under a broken system, which is supposed to be there to support everyone. Um, I thought it was well-paced throughout. Like The pace was fairly good. Some really good acting, but I couldn't help feel that it was a little bit too similar to Moonlight and maybe released at the wrong time. Like I feel like that three-year gap just probably didn't need to happen. Um, I'm going to give it three out of five. Heater. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good film. Um, it did well in portraying the, the struggles that Bambi faced um, being released from prison. Um, I didn't think it was anything amazing, but a pretty good solid film and had a great performance from the lead as well. I give it a three. Awesome. So add those up. What is our average out of five? 2.83. 2.83 we have that two weeks in a row that's crazy 2.83 out of 5 so this is better than I would be I'll look out <laughs> it was <laughs> oh okay didn't you give it the same thing okay, I gave it both 3 yeah. but this is a higher <laughs> 3 ah higher 3 alright so yeah, still gotta know what's better we're on we're on social media we're on Facebook <laughs> we're on Twitter and Instagram at Flix Forum we will have a question up there to relate to this film this week the question this week is do you think Day will be reunited with his parents Will, will it happen with both or one or none? It's a tough one. I kind of don't think don't. he will. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really... To come out of a movie thinking that, that's bad. Well, but that's the that's thing. I, it's it's going to be a massive struggle for her to happen. I thought they were going to give me something, something at the end to be like... I, I know it's like, oh, you know, this girl is getting people to look at my um, manuscript or whatever. Yeah. That's something. But I wanted a little... Like, they didn't have to end without each other. I don't know. Even if he gets a, like, a payment for this manuscript or this book... Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to have an income. There's, no in- there's, no, there's no income that's continually coming in. I worry. I worry for them. They're good people. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. You probably know that because you're probably listening to us on one of those, but please subscribe <laughs> uh, if you can. Give us a rating, a positive rating. Uh, next week, we're back into the 2017 films. We're looking at the comedy drama Girlfriend's Day. It's directed by Michael Stevenson. It stars Bob Odenkirk, Amber Tamlin, Rich Summer, Natasha Lyonne, Andy Richer, and Stacey Kiach. So get on board, watch the film so you can follow along with our discussion. As usual, always have a good time. Please have a good time. Thanks, mate. Yeah, we hope. It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. So um, we will see you all next week. See you then. See ya. See ya.